is Jake. And TJ. And this is Heaven Cinema. Did you I, say it right this time? I said it right this time. Whoa. <laughs> and in this episode, uh, let's not forget the introduction. It's the <laughs> Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. So, of course, this yeah. is the original. Movie. I'm going to get a lot of flack for this one. Yeah? I think so. Well, maybe for a, like if if anyone were to actually like comment on this, <laughs> <laughs> our twos of listeners, yeah. Okay. Shout out to our our Dubliners out there. And uh, just a, another quick update: How's your dad's phone situation? Uh, well, we can make calls on it. Uh, this week we tried. Uh, to get him to uh, download uh, the the video chat app mm. and um, duo, yeah, yeah. And so when I send him the link uh, in in via text message, he says he gets it. Um, and when he taps on it, nothing happens. And uh, I think he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you have it pulled up? Because I actually remembered to pull it up this time. Yes, I do. I can get it. Sounds good. All right. So episode four, a new hope. It is a period of civil war, rebel spaceships striking from hidden, uh, from a hidden base have won their first victory against the evil galactic empire during the battle. Rebel spies managed to steal secret plans to the Empire's ultimate weapon, the Death Star, an armored space station with enough power to destroy an entire planet. Pursued by the Emperor's sinister agents, Princess Leia races home aboard her starship, custodian of the stolen plans that that can save her people and restore freedom to the galaxy. So we watched all of that in Rogue One. Yes. From what just happened. Um, so that's where I was pumped up for this movie. We're like, yes, yes, I get to see exactly what happens after that. Yeah, no, I was super excited for this movie. I really was. Um, uh, but yeah, I I think uh, um, I'm going to have a lot of uh, different opinions than most people do about this movie. I, I think I know where you're gonna go, but we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, uh, so um, after the opening crawl, it opens up with uh, uh, Darth Vader catching up to uh, Princess Leia's ship. Um, yes. And uh, Leia gets captured. Um. You you know you you probably have more of like. I was biased during the first half of the movie, so I did not take very detailed notes. Mm. So mine is very straightforward and to the point. It's like Darth Vader catches up with Leia. Bam. Leia gets captured. Bam. R2-D2 and C-3PO leave on an escape pod. Bam. To Tatooine. Bam. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's all the the key takeaways there. Um, You know, just another happens to be that they're... They were gonna shoot, but they're like, "Oh no, there's no life on there, um, on that ship," and so that's why they didn't shoot that escape pod. Yep, and they land on Tatooine. Yep, they land on Tatooine, um, and oh, uh, one thing I want to mention um, at, at this part where after R two gets the message from Leia. Um, just you know those little things that they put in and uh this was a reference to solo where c3po um was talking about being on the spice mine in kessel like i don't want to be the spice mine in or go to the spice mine in kessel it's like oh i, uh, get I didn't catch on to that yeah i watched it with 
captions. <laughs> so that's really the only reason why why I caught on to that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um so yeah, uh uh C three PO is like uh I'm gonna go this way because you're being a little butthead R T U D two. Uh so they go separate ways. Um, and cameraman follows R2-D2, and he gets captured by uh, Tusken Raiders. Yeah, so you, you get to see a lot of the droid tech in that um, big moving vehicle. Uh, that's actually on the Mandalorian, too, uh, that, that vehicle on Tatooine. So it's cool to see that as well. Yeah. Yeah, um I I actually still have not watched uh any of the Mandalorian. Isn't the uh second season coming out soon? October 30th. Okay, maybe I'll I'll uh try to get it uh get it in before the uh, second season comes out. Yes. I heard it's very uh binge-worthy. Yeah, for sure. It's uh spaghetti western. Um they go by pretty quick, I think for the episodes um so and with this part we are introduced to luke uh, after we get that um that they stop and they sell these droids to other people on the on tattooing and it just happens to be they stop at luke's house with his uncle Yes, yeah, yeah, and uh, this is, yeah, we get introduced to Luke, and I immediately don't like him. Uh, uh, he's a whiny little Zac Efron-looking little bitch, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it, and to be perfectly honest, uh, because I'm an idiot, I did not realize until literally half an hour ago that that is Mark Hamill uh, is is the uh, uh, Zac Efron whiny little bitch. Um, so it's really hard uh, uh, for me to you know think of you know the Joker as this whiny little bitch or Jim the Vampire as this whiny little bitch or <laughs> like his very prolific career started off with this Ted Bundy whiny little ass motherfucker. I'm sorry. Carry well, on. That that is a hot take. That's definitely <laughs> a hot take. Uh, I've out of all the complaints I've heard of Star Wars, that's not one. Is my <laughs> but he's like, but, but no, we don't want to leave this droid. I'm sure that didn't happen, but that's how he fucking talks throughout the whole movie. I don't want to leave the planet. <laughs> I don't, it's it's so bad. I hate it. I hate that's, it so much. That's his innocence, right? That's his. He's he doesn't know any better. He's just no. A he's taking boy. off his. He's he's taking after his fucking little bratty little Anakin little Skywalker little Tatooine little fucking bitch. He's a little fucking bitch. I'm sorry. This this is now uh 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 um rated M A. It's graduated from PG thirteen to M A. <laughs> I've said bitch too many times. <laughs> Um, interesting. Sorry. Uh, so, uh, I love Mark Hamill. Uh, I just don't like Luke, I guess. (laughs) I, I think that is the innocence of this person. Like he, uh, it shows you that, you know, he is not familiar with anything that of any sort of Jedi, any sort of force, he is completely green to this whole concept um, other than being a farmer and a pilot. And, like, I I hate the fact that Hollywood casts, like, 30-year-olds to play 16-year-olds. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know how old Mark Hamill is in this. He's... Pr- probably like not quite in his 30s probably in his like early 20 early to mid 20s but like you can't tell me this teenager has those fucking face wrinkles like those smile wrinkles he smiled at too many people you don't smile like that on Tatooine. yeah yeah they were 
they were fairly clean for that. But, um, yeah, so here we learn that, um, you know, we get the, I want to go to school. Oh, no, you can't. You know, we're, you're a farmer's kid. We have shit to do. Yep. Um, and he is cleaning our two. But I feel like. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was I was just gonna say um, he's he's cleaning R two before that scene happens with his parents, um, mm-hmm. uh, and he comes across that uh, mm-hmm. hologram uh, because that's how he uh, um, learns of Ben. And I hate the fact that he keeps calling Kenobi Ben. Anyways, Ben. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, so they're like uh, his aunt and uncle don't want to hear anything about Obi Wan. Um, they, 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 uh, they're just like, yeah, yeah, you're the farmer's kid, uh, blur, blur, you have to stay home and help your family. Yes. And so he ended up going out to... Because R2 ran away, right? I don't remember why. I think I got distracted at this point. (laughs) My notes say R2 ran away. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> like I said, I have a very biased notes because it says R2 ran away, they get him back. <laughs> <laughs> and then Luke gets knocked out by a raider uh, and Kenobi saves the day. That's how you're introduced to uh, Obi-Wan. Oh, yep. Okay. And R2 was timid of um, seeing Obi-Wan at first. So yeah. that, I thought that was weird because at the end of episode three, it was, um, uh, you know, wipe the wipe the droids. But mm-hmm. upon further investigation and um, knowledge from Brandon is he was saying that wipe the protocol droids, which would be C-3PO, not R2. Oh, Okay, that that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, I didn't actually uh, uh, pick up on that. Man, I w- I really wish we could watch these movies side to side. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. I guess like um, I have my fiance there most of the time to like help hold my hand through these movies. But you know, may I don't know. I'm just I don't notice these little things. Um, but I like uh, uh, how Kenobi, he doesn't uh, be around the bush whatsoever. He's just like, uh, I'm going to be subtle for like a whole 45 seconds, and then I'm just going to start telling Luke about his dad. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, just that he was uh, he was in the Clone Wars and like, oh, we've seen that Clone Wars. I thought that was cool. Yeah, um, yeah. We know what that's like. And when, and then, yeah, he just like, oh, here's your dad's lightsaber. This is really fucking dangerous, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and as soon as, I made a note of this too. Uh, as soon as he gives um, uh, Luke the the lightsaber, he's holding it angled at Kenobi's face and then turns it on. So, like, Kenobi is like inches away from dying so early on in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, uh, they Luke, go back with uh, Ben, right? Yeah. Luke goes, Luke quick goes home and discovers that it was raided by, um, stormtroopers, uh, because they were looking for, uh, R2D2 and C3PO. Hmm. Yep. Yep. That's right. Um, so Luke goes home, discovers that his aunt and uncle are dead. Um, he, he goes back. Um, to uh, Obi Wan, um, and the droids, uh, right? The droids are with him. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, goes back to them, and um, they go to the cantina. Um, and then uh, this is where we uh we see Obi Wan talking to Chewie. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of another 
controversial scene in Star Wars of um, after the conversation that uh, Luke and Obi-Wan have to smuggle them out of tattooing. Um, A bounty hunter goes in to Han and wants to turn him in to Jabba the Hutt to pay a debt. Yes. And I feel like that happens uh, so far in the uh, uh, six movies that we've watched, right? Six. Um, That uh, this is an ongoing theme. Like human trafficking is just what happens in the Star Wars galaxy. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it does. And so the part in the original cut of Star Wars, Han Solo shot first. Uh, shot the bounty hunter. Or that guy getting wanting to capture him. Uh, and in the modern cut, they shoot at the same time. And... To some people, can can you educate me on why that's important? Some people, it it shows a greater character development for the end. Like Han, instead of you know, instead of defending his life, he ended up being offensive on that attack, kind of being a bad guy, and then turning it around at the end for the greater good see i thought i was just supposed to sit back and enjoy the ride (laughs) so 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 that's why i think in the modern cuts that they shoot at the same time because like i i feel like people like did people just think too much into it and that's why they edited it that's my guess because i like be, like you were saying, I think with Star Wars, you just have to sit back and enjoy the ride. Um, mm. That's probably why um, the first half of the movie uh, went the way it did for me, is because I couldn't enjoy that ride. Uh, I was um, spoiler alert: first half of the movie, I did not like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but. I lost my train of thought because I'm drinking bourbon. I'm going to let you go. Oh, that, yeah, that's fine. And after that part, we get a glimpse of Java talking to Han. And that, that CGI scene, because they added, I think this was a new... Newer There's a cut. car alarm in the background. I, I apologize to our listeners if you, if you hear that. That is uh, that is one of the uh, present day droids. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the they and also in tattooing they had like stormtroopers on these animals and like little creatures scribbling around, and so that was added in the later cuts as well that wasn't originally in okay i didn't know that i didn't know that at all um i don't know just had a weird weird look but it's fine uh you know you you get uh, i'm watching on disney plus not an endorsement by the way unless you know they want to start paying us a lot of money because i know they're listening (laughs) i've been watching it on disney plus as well i had to resubscribe for this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, so maybe we should start a Patreon so Jake can pay for his Disney Plus. Yes. <laughs> we need uh, $12 a month. <laughs> <laughs> so if if that's uh, $6 per listener. Perfect. Um, yeah, and the... Uh, They ended up kind of getting in a shootout when everyone came to the Millennium Falcon. Um, The 
search or the stormtroopers were looking for Luke and Obi Wan, or they were looking for the droids. Um, yeah, because that was a big thing. Like you saw the Jedi mind trick of these aren't the droids you're looking for. Yes. Um, so you get to see the Jedi enforcing their will again, and the there's one person that notices the droids. They reach out to the stormtroopers. They go to the Millennium Falcon and they hurry in and get the hell out of there. Um, so they want to go to Alderaan, right? Yep, they want to go to Alderaan. Um, and um, this is where like, uh, it kind of shoots over to um, the Death Star. They're t- uh, Darth Vader, I think, or the General, I'm k- it's kind of all blurring together, are talking with uh, Leia, um, and they end up uh, shooting Alderaan. Right in front of Leia, Princess Leia, yeah, the princess she, of this planet. After she gave him information. Yes, um, and and they called her like too trustworthy or something like that. Yeah. And uh, might I add that uh, Princess Leia is such a strong woman for seeing every last one of her people die right in front of her face and yet she does not once whine the way luke skywalker does <laughs> yeah yeah uh, that's a good point she <laughs> she is a stronger person at least in in that this point and i'm sure that she's been through a lot more um, seen a lot more battle and conflict than Luke has, and yeah, the 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 scenes on the Death Star, I didn't really have any big takeaways from that. It was just look at Vader being a dick, choking people. Um, <laughs> yep. And... Um, yeah, it's a whole lot of um, Vader's fandom. I mean, and I guess you know when they you know filmed and directed the movie they didn't necessarily have a vader fandom fandom i don't know how to say that word um a fan base <laughs> uh but um i i feel like nowadays that's that's what those scenes are for yeah that car alarm is still going off i uh i i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> I, I um, so it. yeah, uh, this is where I took a break in the movie. Um, I I couldn't watch it anymore. I'm, I'm going to tell you my f- true, honest feelings about the first half of the movie right now. Um, in my notes, I say this movie is very boring, and I turned it off. Um, and I got I got into an argument with my fiance about it, even. <laughs> um and so that's that's how i knew uh i needed to call it quits um so, so was it when the millennium falcon warp speed to alderaan and find it missing is that when you stopped or when yes alderaan and then up? um and as, as soon as they start getting pulled into the death star because that happens right after that um i call it quits and here's why uh I mind you, I, I came up with this opinion before I watched the second half of the movie. Um, first half of the movie, you cannot fucking shit on episode one, Phantom Menace, and then love the first half of this movie. <laughs> you you cannot do that. There they are similar in every way shape and form this is where i'm gonna get a lot of flack from our twos of listeners fuck the first half of this movie it's not good it is literally episode one phantom menace it could have all been covered in the 10 minute not even 10 minutes probably five minutes opening crawl five minutes death star that's where they should have opened the movie wow those are some tasty hot cake takes. <laughs> tasty hot take two. Tasty hot cakes takes <laughs> shit. 
I'll fix it in post. <laughs> taste hot. Man, that's that's a tasty hot cake. That's a tasty Wait, is hot that what you cake. meant to say? That's a tasty hot take. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Um, uh, so yeah i'd be interested in uh uh, hearing a rebuttal if you have one i i know uh uh, to our listeners we do have our um our in-house nerd listening um i don't know if he's texting jake he doesn't have my number we should probably give him my number um but he's probably furious at me right now (laughs) nothing yet um so oh oh god he disappeared that's how furious he is oh nope he's back (laughs) (laughs) he's angry um so i would have to say i knew what i was going in to for this movie so it's hard for me to judge it for the first time i wish i could have but i i liked it uh you you got to see you know, Luke as at his innocence, and this is his, you know, angsty sort of teenager rebellion take, and he's actually, he's in for more than what he bargains for. I uh, would take Anakin's angst any day over this, this, oh, God. And in real life, I'm a whiny little bitch. I understand that. Maybe that's why I hate this character so much. I don't know. I I can't stand it. Um, so, okay. Are you are you just looking into a mirror? Is that what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not as pretty as as early Mark Hamill. Yeah, he is a very pretty boy. Um, uh, so, um, I. I took 48 hours, uh, thought about it, decided I had to finish the movie uh, because we had a podcast to do. Uh, so after work today, came home, took a shower, popped it on, ate some Mexican food. Yeah. Uh, so Millennium Falcon starts getting pulled into the Death Star. Uh, Darth Vader, uh, or the, the Millennium Falcon is you know on the Death Star at this point. Um, Darth Vader goes to kind of inspect, be like, yo, what's going on? And he's like, I feel something. I f- and this is because I tell you, I did not go into this movie tonight thinking I was going to like it. OK, so this is what maybe two minutes into me turning it back on immediately when Darth Vader said that I, I made note. I said, I finally like this movie. <laughs> yes that this is you turned it off like at probably at the worst time i yeah um and i'll i'll get to my real feelings of the second half of this movie uh at the end first half of this movie fuck it i don't care what you all have to say uh it starts to get good here um so they uh have hidden compartments on the millennium falcon uh, and that's where uh, uh, Chewie and all of them, excuse me, uh, Chewie and all of them hide. Um, and they take a moment to, uh, you know, kill some stormtroopers. And uh, um, uh, shout out to mates, stormtroopers hitting the ground. Uh, they stole some of their uh, disguises uh, so that they uh, could board the Death Star. Stormtroopers hitting the ground. <laughs> I know you're listening, Tom Kavanaugh. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so they are able to get into the this control room so that R2 can plug in to the ship and see what's going on. Um, finds the Leia in one of the... Uh, prison cells detention block a a two three and yeah and uh he luke has to convince solo to help like i get it um han solo has his own shit to do uh he he just wants to go make money 
doing uh, whatever it is he makes money doing around the galaxy, transporting people in the Millennium Falcon. Um, and uh, Luke is like, hey, we could really use you and Chewie to help find this princess. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. And then Luke's like, she's rich. <laughs> and and that is the only reason we still have Han Solo is because um, Han Solo doesn't understand the fact that uh, Princess Leia is no longer a princess. So here's, here's how I, I kind of take that. Uh, with Solo in 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 general in this movie so with i'm saying so god way too much i edit myself out so many times saying yeah so uh, oh you you can keep this uh um you know i know uh, i'm working on it but i say yeah a lot uh so i'm sorry yeah me too Uh, yeah 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 um he as Han Solo is acting just like Woody Harrelson's character in the Solo movie. He is uh, ruthless. Yep. He's yep. only thinking for there himself. Again. And then what, what I thought in that point is that Solo saw so much of his previous self in Luke. And wanted to help do the right thing oh but you know i i like that thought is that a theory you came up with on your own uh yes and uh i think brandon did confirm with (laughs) with he that's Uh, his takeaway on that too yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, I didn't, I didn't catch on to uh, that at all. Just based on uh, how Han Solo talked throughout the rest of the movie, like he's like, I can't tell if I like this broad or if uh, or if I hate her. Um, he didn't say broad. I'm sorry, I said broad, but you know that's that's the that's the feeling he was going after. Um, so I I apologize. You can edit that out. So keep <laughs> it in. Give me some haters. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I didn't, I, uh, I didn't, I didn't get that takeaway. But that's an interesting one. I, uh, I like it. Yeah. Um, so they're able to fake capture Chewbacca, like he was going to the a prison cell, and mm-hmm. uh, that's where they were able to get in and rescue Leia. And it wasn't too much of a rescue mission. <laughs> yeah, uh, they they're like, "Yo, what's up? Come with us!" And she comes with them, and then they uh, get trapped in this tunnel for a two minute long shootout. Um, yeah, that's where they uh, speed it up. If anything, they could edit out is that stupid fucking scene. Just like, okay, just shoot this thing. They're in the garbage compactor. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they. Uh, go through that vent. Uh, they're in the garbage p- compactor. Uh, in the garbage compactor, there's like this trash monster that they don't delve into at all. Other, uh, <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, and then the walls begin to close because it's a trash compactor. Um, they are. Meanwhile, Luke is uh, radioing into a C three PO because he's at the command center with R two D two. But they have to hide. Because uh, stormtroopers uh, show up, um, and the the stormtroopers go into the command center area where three uh, PO and R two D two are, and C three PO is all uh, he's just innocent. He's just like, uh, uh, oh, they went up to uh, uh, level four or whatever. Uh, if you hurry, you can probably catch up with them. Oh um, yeah, just. Um, yeah and then they they just blend in with the other droids he's like uh i'm gonna take r2d2 uh to go get repaired or something like that i love the that little um that little rc car garbage truck looking thing yes i took mental note of that too yeah all that i really like seeing the droids wandering around 
in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, and um, something uh, uh, I was t- uh, talking to my fiance about is what I really like about the Star Wars universe is there is no shortage of uh, uh, alien races. There's there's uh, the variances between the different uh, aliens that you see, even in the old uh, older movies, is amazing to me. It's awesome. I love it. I. I I like the fact that uh, George Lucas and his team delved into the fact that, you know, aliens aren't going to be what you uh, have seen in all the other sci-fis. Yeah, it's not just a typical humanoid looking thing. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to give uh, give the Star Wars universe that. I, I absolutely love that. I thought you were going to give it a low seven. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give it a high seven for, high seven. for diversity. <laughs> Um, so they get out of the garbage contract contractor <laughs> compactor <laughs> where where they upcharge them far too much to crush their trash <laughs> it's still the available on craigslist um so they make it to the millennium falcon or they head back to the millennium falcon rather and yeah yeah uh, c3po finally gets their signal saves the day um but during this time obi-wan is on his own yeah yeah he's sneaking around i do just want to say this is where i had the thought that r2d2 deserves a raise if if he's getting paid i assume uh he has to be getting paid something if he's not give him all the money you have luke or every character that's ever come across him it yeah this there would not be star wars without r2d2 right yeah it would have ended long ago for sure or any robot for that matter like robots just saves the day and so at this point uh old ben is missing yeah yeah he's uh sneaking around the death star doing his own thing uh he's tiptoeing um I didn't quite understand uh, what he did when he like toggled that uh, lever switch. What was he doing? The only thing I can think of is just that he's, you know, fucking shit up. He's pressing buttons, seeing like another just being a Jedi, just thing, being a distraction. Is what I'm trying. He must have learned that from Anakin. (laughs) Oh, I got a message disabling the tractor beam. That's what he was doing. (laughs) Thank you to our in-house nerd. Thank you. Um, I'm going to have to exchange numbers with him. Yeah. We, we, we should uh, start a group podcast thing. <laughs> uh, questions yeah, for Yeah, so um, uh, he disabled the tractor beam, uh, sneaks around, um, and then I think uh, Princess Leia and Luke... Um, uh, they they get trapped on this like platform and he has to like grapple hook them to safety. Yeah. And Han and Chewbacca find their own way or cuz I don't think they go the same route. But either way they they end up at the Millennium Falcon again and they see Vader and Old Ben fighting. Yes, and uh, Kenobi uh, uh, side-eyes Luke, um, makes kind of a cringeworthy face. (laughs) To me, it's just an oddly happy face, but I'm sure um, uh, my prediction is... uh, Anyways, I'm sorry, I'm skipping that. Uh, So he makes this weird-looking face, puts his lightsaber up, uh, uh, holds his lightsaber up, Darth Vader slashes him and he just disappears. Um, my theory is, is, um, this is why they set up in, was that episode three? Um, so far my favorite movie of the Star Wars fan, uh, universe, um, uh, where, uh, they, they said that they could commute. Was it episode three? I can't remember, but yep. where, where they said that they could communicate with, um, Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, so I assume that he, my theory is, uh, 
Kenobi just went to the uh, uh, the Jedi Ether. Yeah. Uh, and and that theory kind of holds up a little bit later on when when Luke has schizophrenia. <laughs> yes, uh, that's exactly it. Um, so that I didn't catch on to until it was explained to me that it was Qui-Gon Jinn who came back at the end of episode three and taught um, Obi-Wan and Yoda how to... How was it described? Um, So instead of him... Qui-Gon actually died. We saw his dead body. So it wasn't like what Ben experienced, but Qui-Gon was able to come back. So he, Qui-Gon taught Yoda and Ben that ability, but Ben was able to practice it so much that he was able to uh, remove his physical form the moment he died. Oh, okay. Okay. So that this is like a new thing that is not known. Um, so that's why it took Vader a moment to like, like, that's why he didn't like dart to Leia and Luke. It's why he like poked at him <laughs> with his foot or something uh, like his cloak. To make oh, sure yes, he was yes. gone. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and then uh, uh, movie-wise, that gave them an escape. Wow. A chance to escape on the uh, Millennium Falcon. Uh, uh, where you learn there's a tracking device on the Millennium Falcon, which I, at least to my knowledge, doesn't mean a damn thing. At least in this movie. Um, they're like, there's a tracking device on the Millennium Falcon. It's okay. And then it doesn't matter because the Millennium Falcon is just going to save the day anyways. Uh, well, they go to meet up with the rebellion on, um, the moon of Yabin or whatever. Uh, so they're at the rebellion base. They meet, they look at the Death Star plans and, um, they, they come up with this uh plan to go attack the death star um so that's that's why it doesn't really matter uh uh that there's a tracking device on the millennium falcon because han solo went to like go do his own thing at this point anyways and yeah it it, uh, it never came back for me i don't know why they brought it up i thought too much into it clearly with uh with solo the tracking leaving? device. Oh, the tracking device. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, they at this point of the movie, like it kind of it goes exactly how you expected. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, so the rebellion they go to attack the Death the Death Star. Um, uh, that I uh, Kenobi uh, talks to Luke through the force he's like remember trust your instinct um and there's this long fight scene um where they they're trying to I, I forget if they have like a special weapon but they're trying to shoot this opening in the Death Star to uh, uh the the opening that the you know the stardust pl- yeah the, the 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 weakness the weakness they're that trying Gan to shoot the in. weakness yeah um and they f- they fail um and all the like uh rebellion are are dying left and right left and right and han solo comes out of nowhere uh in the millennium falcon um just starts pew pew in and uh he saves the day and uh you know with that luke was able to get the shot off yeah, because just like his dad, the annoying little Skywalker in episode one, uh, he has amazing uh, accuracy. It's, yeah. Uh, b- 
because probably midichlorians. <laughs> yeah, uh, or just schizophrenia. <laughs> um, so yeah, Luke blows up to Death Star. Uh, Darth Vader spins out into space. <laughs> um, yeah, he's I, the I'm, he's the only one. Everyone else in the Death Star is dead. Yeah, which is yeah. crazy. Uh, that, so like, he so was the entire em- not the entire Empire, but like a good portion of the Empire, like. All of Darth Vader's right hand men gone. Um, So what he probably has is just like generals and stormtroopers throughout the rest of the galaxy, like stationed on planets, right? That'd be my guess. Well, I mean, he has the rest of the Empire. That's just uh, a fraction of. of Yeah, I guess that's why it's called an Empire, huh? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, That being said. Uh, yeah, Darth Vader is uh, spinning off into space, and uh, they, the three, Chewie, uh, Solo, and Skywalker, all get uh, uh, medals of honor. It seems like not Chewie. Oh, not Chewie, Chewie. does not, which is oh, dumb. Because is it because he's an animal? Maybe. Neither because Chewie deserves Chewie deserves everything. R two, I love Chewie. Did too. I'm sorry. R two and C three PO all deserve a medal. C three PO can kind of die in a fire, but yeah, he was uh, a dick. Um, R two D two deserves more than a medal. R two D two deserves a statue, his own planet, a kingdom, um, an empire. Uh, but yeah, uh, so all of them, but Chewie and R2-D2 and C-3PO get medals. Um, uh, Skywalker gets a cool yellow jacket. I really, really liked the yellow jacket. (laughs) Um, there were hints of, of a possible love interest between Luke and Leia. I kept yelling at my TV because, uh, they didn't kiss each other on the lips, but they, I feel like they kept getting closer every time. Uh, and, you know, I I thought twins are supposed to have this, you know, s- some sort of connection. But, like, my God, you guys, you're paternal twins. You need to stop. Stop it now. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, with knowing that they're brother and sister at this point, it is really awkward. Super awkward. Yeah, um, I guess I, I, I'm I a type of guy who really does not like spoilers, but I also ask questions I don't want the answer to, so I'm going to ask a rhetorical question. When do they find out? Um, is it within... Well, it's, is it, it's probably within the next two movies, huh? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure. Do they care or do they just go on like uh like the kids in you porn? <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh I I don't think I ever know knew. So I guess I'll find out the same time you do. Sound sounds good. So yeah, um what uh as as a whole I'm going to I'm going to rate this movie in the Star Wars universe. Uh, gosh, I don't remember what I gave episode one, but I'm going to probably give it. I'm going to give it a seven, I guess, because I feel like I gave episode one a six. Uh, maybe I gave episode one a five. I don't know. But in the in the Star Wars universe, I'm going to give this a seven. Well, um, seven. Hated the first half. Second half more than made up for it. Uh in the world of movies, I'm probably never gonna watch this again. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm probably also gonna give it a, a low seven. So low seven for both of them. Yeah, uh, for Star Wars, uh, this one is an eight for me. I really liked it. Um, there, I mean, it was you know a typical action movie that went well for the protagonist mostly uh, at the end 
Um, there were tragic events. There was characters that um, new characters, some familiar. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, get to episode five with something that, as at this point, I was comparing everything to episode four. Like, how does this match up with four? Do do do. And so now I have. I don't know the future of it, and it's okay. more exciting for me. Uh, I I I didn't know anything uh, going into it because I'm really. Uh, I, I found out this year that I'm really good at staying out of pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, and movies in general. Um, I, I don't know. A five. It was fine. I, you know, can I can I bring mine back down? Can I can I bring my movies in general down to a five? If you're gonna give it a five, I'm gonna give it a five because it I'm not, it wasn't a good movie. Yeah. It wasn't. I mean, like I said, it, I'm not gonna watch it again. It's not my desert island, uh, Star Wars movie right now. Definitely not my desert. <laughs> I like that. My Desert Island Star Wars movie right now is episode three. Yeah. Mine's definitely <laughs> I love, I can't get over how good that movie is. Yeah, I'll have to rewatch three. I, I don't know. I'll have to get more out of that one. Well. Uh, uh, so, yeah, next week we're watching episode five. Uh, that's the Empire Strikes Back, right? I think so. Uh, come on, where's our in-house nerd? Yes, episode five, The Empire Strikes Back, yes. Okay, yes. Um, so yeah, next week... I got a yes uh, from Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> um, Empire Strikes Back, episode five. Um, I'm excited for it. I, I hope it picks up uh, with the intensity of the latter half of uh, episode four. Yes. Same here. I am excited. All right. Um, yeah. Well, uh, we'll see you guys next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.